Welcome to Kids Village, the podcast. I'm Sam, co-founder of Kids Village and host of this podcast. We are building the UK's first luxury, beautiful countryside holiday village just for children with critical illness and their families. This podcast follows our journey to building and opening the first Kids Village. On this episode, I'm talking to architects Peter Gamble and Emma Jackson from leading firm Hold Mateus. Holder Mateus Architects are a renowned company who have worked on a variety of huge projects across the UK. Peter and Emma specialise in retail and leisure and have worked on projects for centre parks and forest holidays, including the infamous cabin design. With their wealth of experience, we are really excited to be working with them on Kids Village. Welcome both. How are you? Very well, thank you. I'm fine. Yes, excellent. Thanks. And um, yeah, good to see you, Sam. Good. Yes, and you. Um, it's been a very long time since I um, found my way on the train all the way to London to get into your office when this all first yeah. began. Um, it feels like a long time ago. <laughs> um, so I think we should start with um, overall about Kids Village. Um, I just spoke about coming to see you guys a really long time ago. Um, what are your overall ideas and vision for Kids Village when you think about it at this point? Well, we'll bounce things around uh, between us, but it's um, it's a family place, isn't it? It's, yes. Uh, it, it's a special place for uh, children to enjoy with their families in the way that um, you know privileged uh, uh, children often are. But getting out into the countryside, I mean, it, it really is a family experience. Yes, it is. It's. It's very much, it's giving people um, the opportunity to get together in a, in a unique space um, to enjoy quality family time without the, the normal day-to-day distractions that you have, well, we all have, you know, um, it it's just takes away the, the stress of everyday living and, and gives people a, a, a beautiful place to be together. Yeah, definitely. And sort of, I suppose combines that indoor and outdoor feeling of comfort um, is a way that I often think about it. Yes. I don't know if you've seen the site in person, Emma or Peter. You guys know the site, though, don't you? Yes, we do. Yes. The top secret site in question. Um, Why do you think it works? Why is it a good place for Kids Village to be um, from what you've seen virtually and in plans and things like that? Well, it, I mean, it's a lovely rural setting, and that's the uh, that's the thing. You're bringing families into the countryside. It's got a great um, aspect, Not, uh, from a from a development point of view. It's well screened, um, and of course, it's got lovely woodland around it uh, as well. But actually, on the site itself, Emma, you've had this opportunity to look at um, you know, creating a lake and a um, in the central building there. Uh, so, sort of focus. Um, yeah, I think I think what the, the opportunities that the site offer are, as Peter said, sort of the wider things of views, but it, it's it's the space and it, it actually has a slight slope to it, which means that um, you, you can focus attention particularly to the central building so that from wherever you are within that site, you, you were all will be able to, uh, to to see that central facility. So it becomes very much the hub around which everything is going to work. And um, the benefits are that it is a beautiful open space. Definitely. And I think I haven't mentioned this to you guys, but we have decided on a name for that central facility. 
um, which we have decided to call right. the hive. It's nice. Because yeah. of, yeah, a hive of activity, a hive of energy, fun, and also obviously the link to um, the English countryside, sort of the, the, the busy bee sort of area. Um, we used we started with words like the hub, um, but we felt it was it wasn't fun enough for kids village. It wasn't sort of quirky and um, childlike enough. Yes. So yeah, we've decided to call it the hive, <laughs> um, which I personally quite like. So um, you guys have obviously been involved in a lot of projects similar to this in sort of a commercial world. Um, in your experience in building similar. Um, lodges and central facilities etc what do you think is one of the most important things to consider and think about in order to make that space work we design to think about we think about the way these places are used the way they're experienced and so um, in this particular site you've got some wonderful um, views that uh, you'd be wanting to take advantage of um, you'd want to be designing the and we have and Emma's done a lovely design for the lodges to create a real family room so that people are together and they're together experiencing those views. So they've got the connection inside and outside, but they're together. Nobody's shut off doing the uh, cooking, for example. It's a big family uh, family room. And this goes way back. To, um, these are principles that applied in work that we've done with Centre Parks and work that we've done with Forest Holidays. It's all about designing for family to be together and enjoy, enjoy themselves. So that's that's one part of it, and we'll touch on some of those other, some of those um, special, uh, unique characteristics of this design. I think Emma will be able to explain in a bit more detail. So, the one part is putting yourself in the des designing for the guest and the guest experience, the way the guest feels, the way they respond. And then the other part of it's a bit more boring, really, but uh, nevertheless, absolutely essential. The practical side of how do you do that within a cost. Uh, to, 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 to do it efficiently, to, um, to minimise the impact on the environment. Let's take one simple example. These, these lodges are bound to uh, have the foundation solution that I've developed with um, colleagues, uh, uh, Ron and, and Gary before, uh, which is a light touch on the ground so that you don't damage the environment. Um, it's also uh, a, a cost-effective way of designing because you don't dig out lots of earth and move it around you, you're just sitting on the slope on this uh, lovely gentle slope on this site that's one example there are lots of others you know you design a roof so that you you've got uh, an exact number of tiles on it you're not cutting tiles you're not cutting plasterboard you all these practical things that make it um you build as efficiently as possible and and within in today's environment you're building as sustainably as possible mm -hmm. well so Two things, but I think in the lodge itself, which I think you're going to be asking us about, Emma will be able to explain how that's a magical place. Yeah. Do you want to speak about that a little bit, Emma, about the the lodge itself? Because I know we're we're a few designs in now. We're we're yeah. we're getting into a really good place, aren't we? Yes, I think so. And I think um, the lodge design itself is is quite. Um, simple's the the wrong word but it, it what, what we've tried to create is something that is welcoming so it, it's not something uh, it's not an overwhelming um architectural feature it's somewhere that people immediately arrive and feel at home 
so they can walk through the door and they can uh, everything is recognizable um you know they they have they'll have bedrooms they'll have uh, bathrooms but um it will be very much focused uh, putting aside the, the special rooms that we have talked about mm-hmm. um it'll be very much focused around the family so the, the family space as peter mentioned before is is the the space to be um in, in terms of spatial considerations uh, we were very keen obviously this we didn't want this even though the um, guests that will be using these facilities will have Um, as we've said before, critical illnesses and Mm -hmm. so will have medical needs associated. But we didn't want that to be an overriding feel of these spaces at all. So it it has to feel very much like a um, a home from home, uh, but non-clinical, but designed to give um, maximum spatial uh, circulation. So whilst it's been designed for the people to be able to circulate should they need to if they've ha- have mobility issues you wouldn't know that it had been specifically designed for that which i think is such a special um feature of these designs because i completely agree having been one of these children myself and, and actually i wasn't physically um impacted whenever i saw a, a wire or, or these white plastic medical looking things it just takes you straight back to that atmosphere of the hospital yeah. so to to turn that on that on its head but still have the safety and protection i think is such a special um a special thing about these lodges yes and and within the lodges themselves the the uh, the child is key i think mm-hmm. that that's the way to look at it um so there as we we've, we've mentioned previously there are a couple of special rooms that yes. are within these lodges. Yeah, so we've got the the magic room, which we're calling at the moment, and the thank you room. Um, so yeah, do you want to talk a little bit more about those? Yes, I think the the magic room is for the specific child themselves. So it is it is a, a magical space, you know. So, so yes, magic room is a great a great way uh, of calling it. But what you want is that when they walk through the door, what you want is that that response to the stomach. You know that that whole sort of the excitement that that they want to go and explore. It's not a bedroom; it's somewhere that they can they can be someone else if they want to be. Um, yeah. You know, the beds could be raised, they could be lowered, there could be um, little cubbies for them to to crawl, crawl through. I mean, obviously, we're catering to a to an age range, and yes. there will be some that will will come in and, and maybe won't want to be crawling around on the floor through <laughs> through a narnia like cupboard but there are some hey, that, i still want to i do know that. i know <laughs> yes absolutely so it, it's it's about um just hitting the sweet spot where even even some of the older children will, will just appreciate it entirely and it's it's a place to it's a place to escape isn't it really yeah um it's that special special bedroom that every child would love to have at some point in their life yes um and uh, that that's something they can share it's not just necessarily for the for the one child it could be for a child and a sibling or a child and a friend so it would be able to cater for a, a couple of children i think moving forward um and then alongside that there is uh, the thank you room that you mentioned mm-hmm. and and that would be a, a specific room for um for either special carers or people that have 
have been um, a very important influence or support or, or person within the, the child's life so that yeah. they have an opportunity to come along and um, experience a luxury environment. So it's it's like a, a lovely, lovely um, hotel room for them. Yes. And yeah. So it, it's it's sort of taking it up a notch. It'll be a lot more special than a standard lodge room. And mm-hmm. it is just a room for them to be able to say, thank you for being there. So uh, we spoke about it briefly about um, what you have to think about with rooms in terms of being accessible but not clinical. Is it space? Is that the main thing that we have needed to think about um, when considering those factors? It is, yes. It's it's being able to get safely from A to B um, so that if, if a child is mobility impaired i'm not saying uh, they would necessarily be wheelchair bound but if they have any difficulties with mobility it enables somebody to be walking comfortably alongside them perhaps um, giving support or if they do have medical equipment that comes along with their um, illness that they they need to be bringing with them oxygen for example then then there there is ample space not only for storage for additional tanks and things like that but for uh, the day-to-day living of, of moving around these spaces and I think that's that's quite critical um, for for make for I, I don't want to say normalizing but for making for for perhaps putting it to the background slightly yes yeah definitely so it's it's, it's making everything as easy as possible yes. um, and as comfortable as possible yes. for um, a wide variety of different people yeah, yeah. Um, no I completely understand that um, so we spoke a little bit about the lodges. Is there anything else you want to add to um, describe or tell us about the lodges um, before we move on to talking a little bit more about the central facility? I think with the lodges, it, it, again, the themes that we have developed over the over the years of designing with tactile, warm materials, extensive use of timber, the way you know, so that people have an instinctive response, warm response to them. That's uh, that's a really important thing for us, Emma, isn't it? It is, yeah. It is. It's 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 also in in the landscape themselves is is that they're not overpowering, so that they they sit within the landscape that they're they're placed, so that they remain um, part of the landscape, but not. Uh, yeah, opposed uh, to it. Yes. Yeah. That's the yeah. right way to look at it. Yeah. And I love that word. That word warm. Um, that is something that I always think about. And actually, I always, even though these lodges will be used all year round, I think of this time of year most when I think about being inside the lodge, that sort of cosy comfort. Um, cosy is a good yeah. word too. Yes, I love that word. That's my, it's my favourite time of year, so I'm a little bit biased, but yeah. Um, so do you want to speak a little bit more about the central facility? I know we've, we've had a few different ideas on how this will work um, because there is a beautiful view um, looking out across the site um so i know we've we've been back and forth a little bit on how that would work well i'd like emma to you know talk through ideas on that because i mean this is one in a series of about i don't know four or five similar types of building that you've been designing emma isn't it um yeah so yes well um water i think we we start with the water i think everything um that you can set against water it is it immediately calming. It gives people um, 
a great place to be when there is is water um, to, to overlook. And we've always talked about since the very early days of design that there would be um, a central small water feature within the site that where we can we would give all of the lodges or as many of the lodges as we could the opportunity to overlook this water but um, as things have developed and we've talked about the, the central facilities or so also the hive um, what we have come to the conclusion is that it should come far more into the central portion of the site so rather than being um, a facility that may be on the outside it would be very much um, in the centre of the site and the, the focus of, of everybody's um, activity. So what we've proposed is that this will now sit adjacent to the water and it will sit over the water so we will have some some deck projecting over but the, uh, the fundamental um, overwhelming design feel for the building is that it is together so when you go into the building itself spaces will link together um, they will all be visible so it, it's not compartmentalized it is one building itself it will obviously hold um, some of the necessary things at the back of house facilities mm -hmm. but for for guests and public it will be um, a, a very open and approachable, lots of glass, lots of light, lots of views out over um, over the countryside, and it will be designed in a similar manner to the lodges themselves. So warm materials, tactile. So there will be colour, there will be life, there will be excitement wherever they look in that Energy. space. Yes, that's it. So yeah. you you have the external deck to sit and. And reflect, have a cup of tea, you know, as a as a as a parent. Um, I mean, I I have a son who has um, has had a number of difficulties over his life as well, and I know sometimes the the joy of just being able to sit and yes. uh, and relax. And I think that that will be um, it's as as important for the child as for the the, the parents and the, the family that are coming agree. alongside is that it, it it's um it's an atmosphere that welcomes them as well so there will be the excitement and the fun for the children within the building itself but then i think the external space particularly overlooking the water it will be a lovely relax sit breathe yes yeah I love that. You've, you've explained that so perfectly. I can see it so clearly. Um, no, that's brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and something that I've been talking to everybody about, because we've all experienced it, is about your holidays yourself as children. Um, and I know that, um, I know, Peter, you really liked a holiday in the UK as well. Um, what memories stand out for you going on holiday as a child? What are the things that made it special? Um, we're, we're finding it's often the really small things, like a free chocolate bar. Um, but what do you guys remember? Well, I remember um, the excitement of go, going to the countryside as the overwhelming thing. Uh, brought up in North London with parks around that I used to like to pretend were countryside. <laughs> going to the countryside was just the most wonderful thing. And I was very lucky to have parents that wanted to do that. So... Um, the freedom and openness that this site offers, the wonder of being with your family 
playing Scrabble, watching a film, looking out at that, that great view is, um, it, that's what, what does it for me. And, and um, you know, that's one of the reasons just love working in this particular field, you know, over the years that we worked with uh, Gary on um, Forest Holidays, being able to design places that people love to be. And I, I take my own grandchildren to, um, you know, Forest Holidays, for example, and we go bear hunting and all sorts. And um, that's what that's what I remember and love. I love that. Yes, nice. Um, I, I very much, in a similar manner, we, we always holidayed in the UK. Um, but my dad was in the armed forces, so um, we moved around a lot. But what my overriding memories of my family, uh, my holidays with my family, were that it wasn't just us. We used to get together with um, another family who we'd befriended many years before. And so every holiday we'd meet in either sort of Snowdonia, Lake District, anywhere that we could all get together. And I think that, that that's my overwhelming um, memory is of getting together with, with these with friends and mm -hmm. having the space to do that uh, because you know your your average particularly on a um, an air force base your average house wasn't that big um, so being able to go to uh, these places and get together with these friends and and games nights and and going out all walks. sit around a big table kind of That's thing it. Yeah. yes yeah. yeah meals laughter that's what it that's what I my memory of, of holidays that's great well thank you so much both that um has answered all my questions and given me a real um zing of excitement and energy for this site talking to you guys who are um behind the drawings and creations of what it's going to be um I'm really really extra excited now so thank you so much um, and thank you for talking to us. That was that was a, a brilliant conversation. Right, well, thanks, thank sir. you. Nice to speak. Cheers. Bye.